move, go, walk, and flow. This podcast, Special Needs in Motion, is dedicated to helping individuals learn to move and function at their best. Listen along to learn a little and maybe even laugh and be inspired. Please review and share so others can have access to our community. I'm your host, Ilana, a physical therapist, product developer, mom, wife, author, blogger, and podcaster. I love a great discussion, coaching the families with whom I work, and finding solutions. I love putting the fun and play into therapy. And it is a pleasure to be your host. Just a quick note, if you'd like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to me at specialneedsinmotion.com or just check the show notes. And any information shared here should not be taken as direct advice. You know the drill. Consult your local therapist, professional, or doctor before trying any suggestions. Well, let's go. Hi, everybody. This is Ilana. And today I am doing a podcast solo. But I want to talk about a topic that I find really interesting and fascinating and fun, which is containers. And I was, you know, I first heard about the this reference to containers from another therapist that basically had sort of a negative connotation about why they don't like containers. And when I say containers, we're talking about things like car seats and high chairs and floor sitters, those types of items, okay? So what I want to talk about is some of the pros and cons and that it's not just all one way or the other. Like they're not just all bad or good. There can be times when a container is really helpful and useful and there can be times where they're just being used more like a babysitter and they may actually be more harmful than good. So I'm going to go all the way to the beginning of development. Let's talk about with newborns. We have some containers that will make sure the baby stays on their back while they're sleeping. So there can be some upsides to this for safety reasons. But in general, I'm not a big proponent of those kind of sleep sacks. Not the sleep sacks, but the um, they're kind of like these like bed things that hold them on their backs. So I'm not a really big proponent of those because I think they minimize movement, which as a therapist, I really like to encourage. And um, so anyways, there's some, there's some ups and downs. You can research them yourself uh, for some children that maybe it would be dangerous for them to roll over. But in general, I think that it's better to let the baby sleep on their back and have some free movement. It is a nice sensory component to them because they feel like they're swaddled. So, you know, that's, that's another thing. Sleep sacks do kind of fall into that category. And they can be used uh, to, you know, maintain the supine position. But again, I really prefer that babies have a little bit of free movement. Also, they're the swings, the baby swings. So those I love because they're used short term, you know, for a few minutes at a time. And they give the baby a lot of vestibular motion. So unless there's some contraindication as to why they should not be in a baby swing, I think the swings are great as long as they're just used at intervals throughout the day, uh, either for calming or for sensory processing. And like I said, really great uh, beginning of vestibular motion. So let's look at sitting. Uh, we have these sort of bumbo 
chairs where you sit. They've got like a uh, pommel in the middle kind of built in. And I don't like these at all <laughs> because generally parents are putting them kids in these seats when they're not really ready to sit as like a sit assistant. So I'm not really a big proponent. Now, if a parent has something like this and they ask me, like, Ilana, like, when can we start using this? And they really want to use it. I usually tell them that a child needs to be able to at least prop sit, you know, with their support on their hands. Um, but I prefer independent sitting before they use that to sit them in. I don't really see the purpose of them, honestly. Um, I'm sure somebody out there is going to explain it to me, but I just really feel like um, and to help a child sit like that, we're just kind of compressing the spine and they're not getting enough of their own muscular involvement to form a really good sitting habit. So I prefer not to use those seats. Now, floor sitters for kids with special needs that really need the support and need to be upright, I'm like, yay, all the way, because I like to get more, uh, you know, neutral eye contact with their head a little bit more in vertical, although they're usually inclined a little bit. But those are really good, and if they, they can put them on a mobile base, I really like, because then they can be moved around a little bit. So those are really nice, and they also sometimes come with a tray, so then you can do some uh, work on the tray or feeding on the tray. A lot of times they're called feeder seats. So those are really good for kids who have a lot of physical limitations. Okay, now there's also the car seats and high chairs and strollers, and I'm all thumbs up for all those things. I would like kids not to be in them for as long as they are. I think that the more time you spend in those contained environments, the less kids are moving. So I just like to remind parents of that. Sometimes they just don't have an option. They've got other kids they are driving around doing carpool and things like that. But I just like to kind of put that reminder in their heads so that they start to look at those containers kind of the same way I am. Another one are the uh, walkers, okay? So you know those walkers that are kind of dangerous that they really don't make anymore that you, you put the child in and they can walk around in it. It's kind of got like a sling under their torso. So those I'm not really crazy about because a lot of times parents are using them before the kids can walk. But once they can stand up and push things, I love for them to be able to push those walkers around. With that said, I like them pushing lots of things. Um, I'll have the kids push little wooden chairs or anything really they can push against that's safe. You know, that the, under the parent's supervision, um, I love for them to push and walk because once they're using those upper extremities to push with, now they're really engaging the core. So you've got upper extremity and lower extremities working together, and now you've got some nice oblique and abdominal muscles and erector spinae really all coming in together. So I, I like anything can push. So I actually like sticking a doll baby in those walkers and having the kids push the walker as opposed to putting the child inside the walker. Um, so I love that. Now, I want to go back to sitting for a minute because there are some times when I want to work in sitting and I have some kids with really low muscle tone that need a little extra support or kids who have a lot of sensory processing 
and sensory, I would say, dysfunction or maybe even kids that are along the spectrum that need um, a little bit more of a contained environment because containers on the downside I've been talking about how they uh, limit movement, but on the upside, a nice thing with containers is they provide boundaries. And some for some children, boundaries can be healthy and can be good. So one idea is um, using a box, literally like a <laughs> Amazon box or any type of you know, cardboard box. And what I do is measure from the child's rear end, so from the back of their buttocks all the way to the end of their feet in a long seated position. And that's about the length of the box I want. So once I find a box about that long and about that goes up to the child's waist or even up to their shoulders, um, now I'll sit the child inside that box you know, with the flaps kind of folded down and I'll kind of stuff like a rolled up towel between their legs and maybe sometimes on their sides. And sometimes I make them a little desk and now they've got a nice contained environment for long sitting. And if I put some things in front of them, I can get them kind of leaning forward and really engaging their lower abdominals and their head and neck muscles, you know, and really doing some sort of what I call active seating. Now you can take that long box and put it on a rocker board, and now you've got them seated really nicely inside the long box, and now you've got the box on the rocker board. So if you can imagine that, and you can do side to side rocking or front to back or even on an angle. So just some ideas, and I hope as I'm mentioning some of these things that I'm stimulating some of your own ideas because I don't mean to be covering every type of container out there or every aspect of them, but um, I hope it's just kind of triggering some of your, your thinking. The other thing I sometimes do is I will actually use the bathtub, which is really nice for kids, older kids who have some, need some quiet space and they need to sit to do their homework. So I'll suggest to parents to use the bathtub, dry bathtub, and under supervision, of course. Um, and we kind of put pillows in the bathtub and I'll use another pillow for like a lap pad. And they can actually do their homework and they dim the lights a little with a little music all in the background, maybe some you know, classical music in the background. And it's a great place for older kids to do their homework. It's nice and quiet. So that's kind of fun. Um, one other one I want to mention, and like I said, I know there's so many more, but another uh, container that is just like one of my favorites is a, um, oh wait, I have a couple others. But anyways, one is a tall laundry basket. And this is just for kids who can stand or are just learning to stand. If the kids really cannot stand yet, this, this is not a good idea. But for kids that I want to stand for a little bit longer, you know, they kind of fatigue easily. Um, I can do it with kids who have orthotics on and, and with their shoes on, but I will stand them inside a tall laundry basket. Now, usually I get a laundry basket that will go up to about chest height because I want them holding on to the rim. Sometimes I put their hands in the front. Sometimes I put their hands out to the side. But then I'll stuff that laundry basket with like towels between their legs. Even I'll get little handheld uh, balls because I use a lot of different balls. And I'll stuff balls all in the basket. And then once they're in the basket, we can pull the balls out and they can throw them or I keep them stuffed and I will move the kids around 
while they're standing. So in other words, I may rock them side to side or forward back. I might slide them across the floor a little bit gently and slowly. So my hands are always on the laundry basket. Um, I'll also pull the laundry basket up to like a table that's about, you know, elbow height, like a coffee table and put some things on the table so they can engage in standing and use their hands either for distraction or to get some upper body weight bearing while they're in standing. So I love, love, love the tall laundry basket. And then uh, one other one that I want to mention, I know I keep saying one other, but I think this may be the last one is a Rubbermaid bin, so um, just a container. So this is similar to the long box I was talking about, like where you're going to put them in a box. But what's fun with these is if you get one of these Rubbermaid or Tupperware bins, so I'm talking about the long ones that, you know, like you would put laundry in or things like that, okay, or toys or games. So it's like a basket, right? So you're going to long sit the child in this Rubbermaid, all right? So it needs to be one that's not too long, not too short for them. They can sit in long sit. And again, I'm going to stuff a towel between their legs. Sometimes I put something right behind their back so I get them sitting up a little straighter, sometimes on the side. And then this is the fun part. You can take the lid and cut off about a third of it, okay, and put it on top of the basket. So now when you put the child in this basket, they've got a desktop. I don't know if you can imagine this, but you've got a basket with a lid, but a third of the lid is cut off. And that's the hole that the child is sitting in. So their legs are out straight, but they're sitting, their arms are on top of the lid, and now you've got a desktop. And once again, you can put this on a rocker board, or you can slide it forward, backward, side to side to get some movement. It's really great for head and neck control for kids that need to work on those areas. So anyways, those are some of my fun ideas. And I really thank you guys for listening. I would love to hear from you. Um, If anybody would like to be on the podcast with me, that would be so much fun because I love brainstorming and just having discussions. And I hope everybody is staying well out there and staying safe. And know that I'm sending my best wishes to all of you. Have a great, wonderful morning, day, or evening, or night whenever you're listening. All right, take care. I really appreciate your helping me spread these tips to someone you might know. Remember, today might be the day that you can make a difference. You can find me at specialneedsemotion.com or specialneedsemotion at gmail.com. Wishing you a really special day.